Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Thursday, January 4th. We'll take a look at a street in Bel Air that's still causing problems. The USS Gerald R. Ford aircraft carrier is returning home after his extended deployment defending Israel. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Our weather is quiet now, but things are going to be changing by late tonight and tomorrow. A winter weather advisory has been issued across south central Kansas. We'll talk about what that means here in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the east. It is 31 degrees. Work continues in Bel Air, trying to figure out why a new stretch of road along Woodlawn is sinking into the ground. The Kansas Department of Transportation has been doing testing, collecting samples between 37th and 45th Streets North. The Bel Air City Council expected to have the results and recommendations from those tests by the 1st of next month. The deadliest bomb attack in Iran for decades. Still no claim of responsibility. Iran now says at least 84 people died in the two explosions in the city of Herman. The bombs went off as people gathered to mark the fourth anniversary of the death of a top general killed by the United States. Qasem Soleimani was seen as Iran's second most powerful person before he died in a US drone strike in Iraq in 2020. Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has vowed what he called the terrorist attack would be met with a harsh response. Suspicion is falling on Arab separatists and jihadist groups like ISIS. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. After months of extra duty at sea providing protection for Israel, the USS Gerald R. Ford aircraft carrier strike group heading home. The Ford and its accompanying warships will be replaced by the amphibious assault ship, the USS Bataan and its accompanying warships, the USS Mesa Verde and the USS Carter Hall. The three vessels had been in the Red Sea and have been transiting toward the eastern Mediterranean over the last few days. The U.S. Sixth Fleet, the European-based U.S. Navy Command that's responsible for ships sailing in the Mediterranean, said the Ford will sail for home in the coming days. The Ford was sent to the eastern Mediterranean to be within striking distance of Israel since the day after the Hamas terrorist attack in October. The carrier stayed in the eastern Mediterranean 
while its accompanying warships had sailed into the Red Sea, where they repeatedly intercepted incoming ballistic missiles and attack drones fired from Houthi-controlled Yemen. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin visited the Ford last month. Since it was extended in the eastern Mediterranean, the Ford and the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower aircraft carrier have been part of a two-carrier presence bracketing the Israeli-Hamas war, underscoring U.S. concerns that the conflict will widen. Attacks on commercial ships had led some companies to suspend transit through the narrow strait, which connects the Gulf of Aden to the southern Red Sea and then to the Suez Canal. The Eisenhower has recently patrolled near the mouth of the Red Sea waterway, where so many commercial vessels have come under attack in recent weeks. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The shooting death of the Muslim imam in Newark, New Jersey yesterday is still being investigated. State leaders are trying to emphasize safety. New Jersey Attorney General Matthew Plakin said the murder of Imam Hassan Sharif has understandably left. A heightened sense of fear or anxiety at the news of this slaying. And while Essex County Prosecutor Ted Stevens said evidence does not support what some fear. It does not appear that the imam was a victim of a biased crime or that this is related to terrorism. State AG Plakin says security is heightened at houses of worship, not just in Newark but also throughout the state of New Jersey. Just in case. In Newark, New Jersey, Gernal Scott, Fox News. A judge in Kansas approving a motion by prosecutors to dismiss three felony charges of aggravated sexual battery against 23-year-old Jackson Mahomes, the younger brother of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick. Jackson Mahomes pleaded not guilty to the charges, but he still has one remaining misdemeanor charge, could go to trial. This is all in connection to an incident at a restaurant in Overland Park. Assistant District Attorney Megan Ossens says they did not want to drop the charges, but had to, given the charge, uh, given the change in the witness's cooperation. New Jersey Attorney General. Victims, especially in sexual assault cases, recant for a variety of reasons. I did domestic violence cases for 14 years. A recanting victim was pretty much the norm. And the case is scheduled for a pre-trial hearing in March. Another new feature on Facebook: people are worried about privacy. And what were travelers doing last year? We'll have those numbers coming in for flights. And, of course, our live forecast, the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams is coming up with the rain and snow on the way. We'll want to hear for see what Ron L. has to say. KNSS News Time is 7.06. It's coming up on 710 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. A new feature on Facebook has some users once again worry about privacy. Facebook only recently began featuring link history, which is just as it sounds. It builds a list of links you click within Facebook's mobile app. And yes, it is used for targeting advertising to you. And yes, the default setting is to have this switched on. And if you switch it off, they promise to delete the history in 90 days. However, Facebook touts the new feature as a one-stop shop for keeping track of your link history. And yes, there is a warning in the fine print. 
saying they will use your link history to improve the ads they show you. Eben Brown, Fox News. Transportation numbers show that last year travelers were on time more of the time than years before. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says flight cancellations were at a 10-year low in the U.S. He said of more than 16 million scheduled flights, only 1.2% of them did not take off, a good stat for what turned out to be in 2023 the busiest year ever for air travel. Secretary Buttigieg did also make note of easier methods for rebooking canceled flights. This after major failures to accommodate travelers in the 2022 holiday season and huge penalties it brought because of what was an 8% cancellation rate that year. Gernal Scott, Fox News. It's 7-11 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And really quickly, taking a quick look out there at things going on in traffic right now, just not seeing any big issues in traffic uh, here and there, just some heavy traffic. But other than that, really no problems in the Wichita area at this time that we're seeing. Uh, Once again, one of the bigger issues that may be out there is just kind of a potential one, stalled out vehicle, southbound I-235, right around Central. Some heavy traffic there, but just not really seeing it slowing down too badly. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now let's check in and get the live KSN Stormtrack 3 forecast. Here's meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Hello, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Ted. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. You know, I feel like at this point, at least when it comes to our weather, we're just kind of sitting, you know, sitting around waiting for things to change. You know, of course, uh, uh, earlier this week, you know, kind of uh, the new year coming in like a, a, a lamb. But we're about to see uh, the at least the, the next few days where things are going to be shaken up a bit mm-hmm. when it comes to our forecast. We have just this train of storm systems that's going to come through. And let us not remember that it's January now or let us remember not not remember uh, that it's January now. So uh, typically when we have these storm systems come through, there's likely going to be some wintry weather associated with them, which could also lead to some hazardous travel. So uh, we do still need the moisture, uh, but what we don't need, we don't need the slick conditions, the slower travel. But unfortunately, we may have to... uh, Uh, Take that as well with the moisture that's on the way. So uh, getting right into things, uh, first and foremost, we will start to notice some changes today with increasing clouds in our skies. Uh, Sky conditions not in too bad of shape right now, actually seeing a pretty nice sunrise out there in the Wichita area. Cold, though, below freezing. uh, Rebounding up to a high 44 degrees. That average high still around 43. So while it is going to be cool, at least it's going to be seasonably cool out there. Uh, during the the warmest part of our afternoon with a light southeast breeze at 8 to 18 miles an hour. More clouds thicken up tonight. That's going to lead to a 50% chance of rain and snow, uh, dropping down to 31 degrees. So we're going to dip down just below freezing by the time a lot of us are waking up around daybreak early tomorrow morning. And that's where we may see uh, at times a little bit more snow than rain, even though we are still expecting that mixture uh, to continue. As we go through the early part of our Friday, tomorrow there's going to be a 60% chance, so uh, looking more like a likelihood versus a chance of snow mixed with rain. But it does look like that moisture should gradually taper off as we go through the day. High of 35 degrees. We'll also be under a winter weather advisory all the way through 6 p.m., but then late Friday night, 
will drop down to a 20% chance of rain and snow, and then that's going to eventually lead to a drier Saturday. Still cold out there, though, with a high of 38 on Saturday. Able to rebound back up to 43 on Sunday, still with a lot of cloud cover. And then another storm system late Sunday night going to get it to act together. That's going to lead to already keeping an eye on an 80% chance of rain and snow come next Monday. So as a lot of us are returning to work, into early next week. It looks like we're looking at more potential for hazardous travel out there. Possibly a few lingering snow showers into early Tuesday and turning colder again with a high of 33. Looks like things should be dry Wednesday, possibly into Thursday, but we may be looking at a little bit more snow uh, towards the latter part of next week too. Right now we're at 30 degrees. Light east wind at 8 miles an hour. Sky's in pretty good shape. Not seeing much cloud cover just yet, but give it time because that's going to change here pretty soon. So when should we expect precipitation to begin? It may begin as early as later on this evening, 7, 8 o'clock, but it is looking like it may hold off a little bit longer than that. So by the time a lot of us are hitting the sack, going to bed, you know, to recharge for tomorrow as we head back into the office, I do see that's when the majority of that rainfall getting started. But Ted... At the same time, I mentioned we're expecting a low either right at or below freezing tonight. So at the same time, while a lot of us are sleeping, yes, rain expected to move in. But uh, there's also going to be that switch to a rain-snow mix, maybe even some wet snow by the time a lot of us get our day started early tomorrow. Yeah, and we're going to have a lot of people exiting Coke Arena about 10 o'clock tonight. So be interesting to see if anything's going on then. Yeah, as long as we plan accordingly and we all make sure that we're driving safely, we all want to make sure that we get to our destination safely, right? So let's make sure that we're doing just that. All righty. Thanks for checking in. Uh, we'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ron L. All right. Yep. That's the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast. Meteorologist Ron L. Williams live with us here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. It's 716 here on this Thursday morning. Authorities in western Michigan are looking into uh, missing persons cases and unsolved murders after speaking with a convicted murderer with terminal lung cancer who recently passed. Uh, the sheriff uh, said that detectives interviewed truck driver Gary Artman on three occasions before he died last week in the prison hospital. He said his detectives are collaborating with other law enforcement agencies on unsolved cases using information gleaned from those interviews. Uh, they're not saying how many cases are getting fresh scrutiny. Uh, this is a guy that was sentenced in October to life in prison without parole for a, a rape and murder back in the 1990s of a woman in Michigan. Election officials in Puerto Rico say the governor's office has to stop using the slogan, making things happen, to promote the administration's work. Okay. Because they say it looks like election campaigning. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anybody that gets in office starts campaigning for the yeah, next election. That's... Well, they say the phrase can no longer appear on ads launched with public money by the mm. administration of the governor, who is seeking a second term, of course. Uh, the opposition uh, Popular Democratic Party has challenged the administration's use of that phrase, making things happen. Uh, the guy who oversees the election comptroller's office says the slogan could allude to both achievements and goals and thus should not be used. Uh, and then uh, a spokesperson for the governor's office is evaluating this decision. So the governor can't use the phrase making things happen there's, in Puerto Rico. There's some kind of fine line there, I suppose. Yeah. Somewhere. And, and they're <laughs> bickering about it. Yeah. All right. It's 718 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And let's take a look at what's going on in sports. And we start out with Wichita State men's basketball action tonight home at Coke Arena. 
Nine home games remain, all conference games. FanDuel thinks this one will be close. Wichita State hosting North Texas. The Shockers are 8-5. and five. The Mean Green, 7-5. and five. FanDuel has the Shockers on home court as the favorite, but only by a point and a half. Tight. Uh, North Texas is a top 100 team. This is the American Conference opener for both. Tough to score on North Texas. The Mean Green, number four in the nation on defense. They're only allowing 59 points a game. So you can't even score 60 on them. You've got to play some good defense, too, along the way. Very interesting to see how this one plays out. Uh, North Texas and the Shockers tonight. Now, Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl, listen to these times here. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame show at 7 o'clock tonight, and the game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. And you can listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Conference opener for Shocker basketball tonight. Of course, don't forget coming up at uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, it's the final game of the regular season. The Chiefs already have their playoff spot locked in, so it's kind of a meaningless game. And thus, quarterback Patrick Mahomes will not be playing in this game on Sunday, so the backups get a chance to get out there and get some action. But, of course, we'll have the game for you live on Sunday, 3.25 p.m. kickoff. And that'll be right here on KNSS. Don't forget, our sports is brought to you by South Central Kansas Problem Gambling Task Force. That next Chiefs game is Sunday at 3.25 p.m. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, will not be playing for the Chiefs in that one. All right, let's take a look at uh, Juco men's basketball last night. Cowley College at home in the top ten, hosting Colby, winning it 90-70. Cowley is now on an 11-game winning streak. Cowley men are 13-1 on the season, and they are ranked ninth in the nation. Pro basketball, let's go to the NBA last night. The Houston Rockets win at home. They beat the Brooklyn Nets 112-101. Starting at guard for the Rockets, former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. 21 points, 10 assists, and he was dialing it up from long range. Six of eight from three-point range in this one. 14 wins at home this season now for the Rockets. That's tied for the best in the conference. Back-to-back wins overall for Houston. Rockets are in the number eight spot in the Western Conference. And Fred Van Vliet with another double-double there. 21 points, 10 assists, and six three-pointers. Some other uh, NBA action. The New York Knicks win at home at Madison Square Garden. Beat the Chicago Bulls 116-100. to Coming off the bench for the Knicks, former Kansas Jayhawk, Quentin Grimes, made a couple of threes on his way to eight points. Back-to-back wins for the Knicks, and they're in the number eight spot in the Eastern Conference. That's sports with Steve and Ted. Sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. It's 721 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have a traffic and weather update on the way. And tis the season for respiratory viruses. More on that on the House Call for Health. That's next on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 7.30. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Thursday, January 4th. 
currently in Wichita. We have a clear sky. It is 31 degrees. Two suspects from Wichita were arrested in Meade County in far southwest Kansas for the distribution of meth and fentanyl. The investigation began back in September, and then yesterday, Kansas Bureau of Investigation agents located the pair. Troopers then initiated a traffic stop on Highway 54 in Meade County. Two pounds of methamphetamine and about 2,500 pills presumed to contain fentanyl were uncovered during those arrests. The suspects were booked into the Meade County Jail for distribution of methamphetamine, distribution of fentanyl, possession of drug paraphernalia, distribution or possession of a controlled substance, using a communication facility, and conspiracy. So those two guys from Wichita are in jail in Meade County. The leader of Hezbollah adds fuel to the fire after the death of a senior member of Hamas. The death of Salah al-Aruri is being described as a major and dangerous crime by one of his most powerful allies. The deputy leader of Hamas died in a drone strike in Lebanon. Israel hasn't confirmed it's responsible, but Lebanon's main armed group Hezbollah is in no doubt. Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah saying the killing will not go unpunished, raising fears of regional escalation. His organization's been firing rockets across the border since the war in Gaza began. Israel took out four Hezbollah members in an airstrike yesterday. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The votes are in to determine the winner of last year's Red Cross Battle of the Badges. And for a fifth year in a row, the Wichita Fire Department was declared the winner. Close race, determined by only three votes. Fire Captain Chris Fleming says even though it is a competition, they're all working for the same goal. All the members of the committee are, you know, really good friends anyway. And, you know, we give each other a hard time out on the streets anyway. And we know as first responders that the need for blood products is never, never goes away. More than 1,200 blood donations were collected during the course of the Battle of the Badges. The migrant bus battle intensifies in the suburbs of Chicago. At least five more Chicago suburbs this week approving restrictive ordinances to curb random drop-offs and unscheduled buses full of migrants from Texas. One of those communities, Hinsdale, reports at least 11 migrant bus drop-offs since last week. Hinsdale does not have the resources to handle such situations, even in good weather. Village President Tom Cauley, as Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues sending migrants who are overrunning border towns by the tens of thousands to destinations across the country to alleviate the state's strain in Chicago, which recently began cracking down on migrant bus drop-offs. There are over 15,000 migrants currently looking for homes. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. During the past week and a half, thieves have stolen generators from a couple of Wichita food truck companies. Noble House Food Truck got a loaner and has reopened, but Moab Barbecue still needs a generator and is relying on its catering business to carry through. Moab uh, Barbecue's generator was stolen about 10 days ago. Business owner says she gave the police security camera pictures and license plate numbers, but has not heard back. Thieves stole two generators from Noble House earlier this week, but the food truck did reopen yesterday. A customer loaned the business a generator. The thieves broke into the Noble House storage box, took a couple of generators, cords, an inverter, fans, and heaters. The thieves were in a red Ford pickup truck. This is the second time someone has stolen one of its generators. Yesterday, the city of Wellington lifting a boil water advisory after being placed on it back on Saturday. An annoyance for 
businesses in Wellington. They've been trying to deal with situations like this. Restaurants in Wellington have had to buy cans or uh, liters of soda pop, bottled water, ice, make other adjustments. City of Wellington has dealt with two boil water advisories now in the last six months, but for different reasons. Back in August, blue-green algae causing issues in the water quality, creating the need for that boil water advisory. Then this most recent one on uh, December 30th last week, water treatment plants suffered a pump malfunction. Simple to remedy, but because of unfortunate timing of being the New Year's weekend, the boil advisory stayed in place longer than usual. The issue itself was fixed the same day, but labs were closed for the holiday, so couldn't get to, couldn't get it done until lunchtime yesterday. Restaurants in Wellington finally began using their normal water service again. An old inactive bomb washes up on a California beach after storms pummel the Pacific coastline. The Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department taken to Facebook to share a photo of a World War II-era U.S. Navy practice bomb that washed onto the dunes south of Santa Cruz on New Year's Eve. The rusty device was covered in debris but recognizable because of its missile shape. Deputies say the Travis Air Force Base Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team was called in as a precaution, determining it was not active and transporting it to a base in Fairfield. High tides most likely the reason for beaching the bomb. Its debut follows the National Weather Service issuing warnings of high surf and dangerous coastal conditions in the region. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. This year's long mass exodus from New Jersey continues. New Jersey was the most moved from state in 2023, the sixth year in a row that the Garden States won that dubious honor, bestowed upon it by United Van Lines, which does a year-end analysis of such things each year, finding that most of the people left because they'd retired or were seeking changes in lifestyle, but the state's high cost of living was also a major factor. Close on New Jersey's heels, Illinois, North Dakota, New York, and Michigan. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. And uh, Kansas wasn't too far out of that top five. I think Kansas was eighth on that list of the most moved from states. Yeah. According to that survey every year by United Van Lines. It is 736 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at our weather forecast. Interesting stuff coming up. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have new data in that is showing a storm system arriving in south-central Kansas later on tonight and continuing through much of Friday. It has the potential to bring us one to three inches of snow with some isolated higher amounts where snow bands set up up to five inches in some areas. We'll watch this carefully. Today's high 43. The wintry mix begins tonight. Cello 29, snow Friday and 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the east. It is 31 degrees right now here on this Thursday morning. 737 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Glad you're with us here on this Thursday morning, first Thursday of the year. The Associated Press went behind the scenes trying to capture what former tennis star and gender equality champion Billie Jean King referred to as the birth of women's hockey. She made the reference while addressing New York players in the dressing room before they played Toronto in the Professional Women's Hockey League inaugural game on Monday. Billie Jean King helped launch the league in bringing together the world's top players. A lot of it's paid for by the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Mark Walter. The game was a sellout. Fans also purchased just about every stock of merchandise they could get their hands on. It was supposed to last a month. Wow. <laughs> it didn't even last one night. 
So Got yeah. rid of it all. Oops. There you go. The women's, the professional women's hockey league is underway. Hey, are you planning a trip this winter? Yeah, it's tempting to look for sunny spots where you can get on the beach and play golf or whatever. Sure. But there is something to be said for taking a winter vacation to northerly destinations at their coldest, darkest times of the year. We're not talking about skiing. We're talking about really far up north. Attractions at cold weather destinations include things like ice caves, hot springs, wildlife, looking at the northern lights. Got to check your weather forecast and plan your days strategically based yeah, on sunrise and sunset, especially. Yeah. And, hey, you can save a bundle on airfare and more compared to trips that you might take in May or October or between the, between those time <laughs> periods. Yeah. You got to, of course, you'll have to buy some warm and waterproof boots. And uh, if you want to conserve space in your suitcase, you got to wear the boots on the plane. Yeah. Depending but, on how far north you uh, want to yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But some people do take those winter destination sure. vacations, yeah. Generally, ESPN. they do it in the summer, but... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> ESPN has apologized for a video clip of a woman, topless, that was shown during the broadcast of the Sugar Bowl football game in New Orleans on New Year's night. Sorry. It was aired coming out of a commercial during the second half of Washington's win over Texas in the semifinal game of the college football playoff. There's a clip of people wandering on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, and, yep, sure enough, a woman pulled down her top and exposed herself. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you get for having a camera on Bourbon Street. <laughs> know something's going to happen. The family of a mother of eight, who was a huge Star Trek fan, ensuring that the final frontier will be her ultimate resting place. Gloria Nolan died 12 years ago. A small quantity of ashes from her cremated remains are to be in one of the 250 memorial capsules set to be launched into space later this month. Launch organizers hoping the rocket carrying the capsules will wind up nearly a third of a billion kilometers from Earth, roughly past the orbit of Mars. The remains or DNA samples of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry. And original series stars, Nichelle Nichols, DeForest Kelly, and James Doohan are also expected to make that trip. So their, uh, their remains will literally be out there in space. Yep. We're coming up on 741 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And we'll be talking, uh, of course, we'll have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal on the way. So we'll be previewing that. We'll take a look at equity bank shares and see what that stock is doing. We'll also be taking a look at what uh, South Korea is saying about the regime in North Korea and the possible successor, if that need be. It's all on the way. KNSS News Time is 741. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's 7.46 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A local business update from the Wichita Business Journal is on the way. We'll take a look at some luxury apartments in the Wichita area. That's coming up shortly. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. Ukraine and Russia swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Two. More court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein have been unsealed. One. Wichita State men's basketball tonight. Conference opener hosting North Texas. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And traffic now. Uh, just watch out. Stall that vehicle. Westbound Kellogg ramp to Southwest Boulevard, the Meridian Edwards exit there. Uh, some fairly heavy traffic in that area, although for the most part I'm seeing that uh, eastbound. Uh, that traffic does appear to be quite a bit heavier eastbound right there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here on the first Thursday of the year. Looks like a high today of 43 degrees with clouds on the increase. And then here it comes, overnight, rain turning into snow. Overnight low tonight down to 29 degrees. And then tomorrow, some occasional snow on Friday. We're looking about a couple inches and a high of 35 degrees tomorrow. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 31 degrees on our way to a high of 43. Hey, find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. Right there at the clock tower in Delano. What a great Wichita place to go. Hatman Jacks. It is 748 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. All right, I've got a story here, and I've got a little trivia question for you that you can uh, put in your brain and impress hmm. people with here. All right. All right. It is, of course, of course it's, it's the, or January. It's cold up north. It's really cold in northern Europe. Stark weather contrasts. Some extreme cold and snowstorms disrupting transportation and closing schools in Scandinavia. Uh, but if you go to the, over to the south and western Europe, you've got flooding and heavy rain. Anyway, let's go up north. As the temperatures have plummeted in the Nord- Nordic region for a second day in a row yesterday, in Swedish Lapland, it's really cold. In fact, their coldest January temperature in Sweden in 25 years. Yikes. Snow, gale force winds disrupting transportation throughout the Nordic region. Several bridges closed. Some train and ferry services suspended. A lot of schools in Scandinavia closed. All right. So here's your trivia question. How cold did it get up there? Well, 
It got cold no matter it got cold no matter what thermometer you used. The temperature was 40 degrees Celsius and and 40. Was, I'm sorry, it was minus 40 degrees minus Celsius 40 and, and it was also 40. minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. That's where the two thermometers intersect is when it's 40 below. So there's your little trivia question if you want to impress people. Where where do Celsius and Fahrenheit intersect? And that is 40 hmm. degrees below zero. 40 degrees below zero. You know, I knew that, Ted, because of a show that we both watched, Futurama. Yes. Yeah, where they, they made a, a joke about it being 40 below when someone said Fahrenheit or Celsius, and the the response was, well, first one, then the other. Yeah. Nope, nope. <laughs> and they're both correct. So there you go. It's minus four. It's re- no, matter, uh, no matter which therm- thermometer you're using, it's really cold in Sweden. Colder than it's been in a long, long time. Uh, the intelligence service in South Korea looking at the young daughter of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un as her father's likely heir apparent. Uh, South Korea says this is the first of its kind uh, look regarding of the preteen. She's allegedly uh, reportedly aged 10 years old. Her name is Ju A. And the NIS, citing a comprehensive analy- analysis of her public activities and state protocols provided to her, uh, the service said it still considers all possibilities regarding the North's power succession process because the current leader, uh, Kim Jong-un, is still young, doesn't appear to have any major health issues. He does have at least one other child. Uh, Kim Jong-un turns 40 years old next week. But South Korea is already uh, trying to get its finger on who might be next if something happens. Apparently this 10-year-old girl is uh, is the next one in line. But that's a very, very weird and unstable country, North Korea. So anything could happen, I suppose. And, you know, he's been known to, this family's been known to off itself and other relatives if they get too powerful. Mm. It's 751 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Hey, let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. As equity bank shares closed in on one month since the announcement of its first bank purchase in more than two years, Wichita's only publicly traded financial institution has seen its stock boom nearly 23%. Equity is the holding company of Equity Bank, has seen its share price move from about 27 bucks before the market opened in early December when it announced plans to acquire Missouri's Bank of Kirksville and its parent company, Rockhold Bank Corp. So it was 27 bucks, and now it's uh, 33.50 as of yesterday afternoon. Hmm. And on the day of that news, uh, equity stock surged more than 9%, and the momentum has not slowed down. At the end of last week, the last trading day of the year, equity's stock hit a 52-week high of nearly $35. So equity, uh, that equity stock is doing great. During a year that saw the arrival of several new luxury apartment developments across the area, the Wichita rental market, still one of the most competitive in the region and in the country. According to a recent national analysis, Rent Cafe's year-end report found that Wichita had the second hottest Midwestern small market and the 11th most competitive in its size category in the, in the country. Wichita's national ranking a couple of spots higher than the apartment search website's analysis back in September. Mirroring that report, the city trailing only uh, Madison, Wisconsin, in the region for the year. According to Rent Cafe, the Air Capital's lease renewal rate, about 64% last year. That's three percentage points higher than the national average. Also contributing to the competitiveness for apartments, available Wichita rentals typically filled within uh, 26 days. 
significantly beating the national average of 38 days. So you got to pounce on those Wichita apartments when they become available, and that seems like that's what people are doing. And that is a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal here with Steve and Ted, and we'll have more local business news coming up one hour from now in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, rescue workers braving the cold to save people still trapped under the collapsed buildings in western Japan after the big earthquake. More soldiers bolstering rescue operations today, providing those in need with drinking water, hot meals, setting up bathing facilities. That it was a 7.6 magnitude earthquake on Monday, on New Year's Day. So far, 84 confirmed dead. A downpour and possible snow now expected, raising the risk of landslides. List of those officially missing, quickly ballooning up to 79, including a 13-year-old boy. The first 72 hours are pretty crucial to find survivors, and that's basically where we're at right now is the 72-hour mark after that huge earthquake in Japan on New Year's Day on Monday. We have a big 8 o'clock hour on the way, and part of that does include our weekly uh, Thursday morning feature about the Chiefs, our Minute with Mitch. We'll get a 60-minute preview of the Chiefs game coming up on Sunday in the regular season finale. So the Minute with Mitch, we're about 25 minutes out from that. That'll be after sports. And we do have entertainment news in the blur coming up as well in the 8 o'clock hour, Jad. That's right, a high-profile wedding, plus a couple of former football players in some, well... In some trouble. We'll tell you all about it coming up on The Blur. Very good, very good. Looking forward to it. Big 8 o'clock hour on the way. We'll also talk live with Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso in Chicago about the new state flag of Minnesota. Good stuff coming up. KNSS Newstime, 755. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 